Oh, hey, Ricky Schroeder was my cousin. Oh, Not that's really. right. Yeah. So there you lied one. about that. Yeah. That was one. How long did you get away with that one for? Like nobody fact checked because there was no internet. So I think I'm st- I still got oh, away with it up man. until I announced it on our previous pre internet lies must have been. I, wow. I know it was the golden age of lying. Is it or is it now? Because now you could say something on the internet that's a lie and it goes out to like the entire world. But then people be like, no, like they immediately <laughs> comment on it. That's, that's not true. right. Here's the link of the real thing. Like people okay, are so a lot more, more prick to, yeah. or Snopes or whatever it's called now. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Golden age of yeah. lying was pre-internet. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrea. And I'm Laura Lee. A few years ago, we met randomly and hit it off only to discover that we had spent several years in our mid-twenties together, going to the same university, taking the same courses towards the same degree, but never got to know each other. Since then, we have lived our lives while growing our careers and our families in different provinces until Laura Lee's family moved and we found ourselves once again in the same place at the same time for a second chance at friendship. We invite you to listen in as we discover how life can be better with friends. She's here. My goodness. <laughs> oh man. How's it going over there? Uh it's it's good. I didn't expect that uh musical entrance. Oh, hey Jaden. Well, I was feeling a little musical. She says, Hey Jaden. Oh yeah, he can't okay. hear me. We have hey no. <laughs> He's like, Oh, okay. Nice. What's up, Chef? Hi. Um um so the bread doesn't work. The bread doesn't work? Yeah. Which? The seed bread? Um, no, like the hamburger bun. Oh. It's really hard. Did you already put an egg in there? No, I I just cut the hole in it. But then I was like... Okay. But then I was like... "Mm." You might have to make them thinner. If you could cut it lengthwise, you know, to make them thin pieces, it might work. Or go down to the freezer and just get some bread that you like. And then close the door. <laughs> Gosh. Here's my hey. recording in progress sign. Put that on the door. Okay, perfect. <laughs> he knew. He did now booze all crazy. <laughs> the gang's all here. It's a wild time at Laura yeah. Lee's house. Oh gosh. Someone had the nerve of parking three houses away. Oh my goodness. She's a very good guard dog. She's yeah, very that's her, she's very protective. That's her range. That's her perimeter. Yeah. I've got a six house radius here, people. Okay. Well, I mean, that's Stay great. Out. Yeah. Gosh. Anywho. Have you ever had toad in the hole? Never. Okay. Do you know what that is? It's an egg fried in a piece of bread. Yes. Yeah. Good job. I don't know it's why good. it's called toad in a hole because toads don't lay eggs and they don't eat bread. <laughs> Like, <laughs> why is it called a toad in the hole? I don't know. And why is there's... a toad in a hole? Are toads always in holes? I thought they were wow. just in the water. We're getting really deep right off the hop. I want to know the origin of toad in the okay, hole. Okay, well, we'll look it up. Totally wackadoodle. Like, what? Yeah, anyway. we'll have to look it up. There was a bar in Winnipeg called Toad in the Hole. Yeah, that? well, that makes, I mean, it makes sense for a bar name, but not for a breakfast Really? Item. How does that make sense for a bar name? Because bar names don't need to make sense. Oh, 
Oh, they don't okay. need to make sense. It the, it's like the more obscure, the better it is for marketing. I think. Oh, uh, is Toad in the Hole still a bar in Winnipeg? I think, I think it might have to go there. It might have burnt down. Oh, well, nope. It opens at noon. It opens at, at really. Noon. We could make a little jaunt over there. Uh, well, no, but thanks. <laughs> Oh man! I thought it was anyway. in part of that building. There was a section of that street that just all burnt down one year, and I thought it was in that. What street is it it's on? It's on Osborne. Oh, right. And I can't remember. Okay. I'm getting yeah. What actually like what actually burnt down? Because it was a long time ago. But you know, I don't think I went there a ton of times. I think I went there a few times, but I don't think I was cool enough to go there all the time. I always wanted to live in Osborne Village. Yeah, when I was growing up, and I did some house sitting there, and I did have a boyfriend. Uh, my long-term university boyfriend lived in Osborne Village, so I didn't live there, but I visited okay. quite often. I'm yeah. looking at some origins. It's not uh, okay. We'll just go. It's also called egg in a basket. That makes slightly more sense. Totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. That's bad. Uh, is it though? I don't know. Uh, so, okay. One thing that I found that is not on what I'm looking at right now, which is okay. not helpful, but apparently, okay, here it is. It may also derive from the living entombed aminal, aminal? animal phenomenon <laughs> of live frogs or toads supposedly being found encased in stone, which a which was a popular hoax or false belief in the late 18th century. What? So like basically you're eating a frog fossil and a piece of toast. This is know. getting, this is getting worse. Yes. You know, I hate to say it, but the Brits, they're creative, but not always making sense people. Well, is that, is that, that's fair, but I would, I would argue that you don't have to be, you don't have to be logical and sensical to be creative. It, actually creativity and logic probably impedes creativity yeah maybe anywho i i, I just it just sounds cute and quirky i'm going with that yeah sure I don't want to think about live entombed animals or whatever no disgusting anyway hello lorley how was your week <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good but friday friday was a long haul yeah I don't know. I just, I think it was kind of gloomy outside yeah, and foggy. I, I may have missed a couple days of my meds, which I find makes me mm. very tired. Okay. Very tired. A thyroid situation. And, oh, um, yeah, it would. And like, it almost makes me feel depressed, mm -hmm. like just a little bit bummed. Yeah. I started out the day great, but by the end of the day, I was like, oh, I just want to crawl into bed. Mm. And it was a slightly busy evening. Okay. It wasn't horrible. It was but just you could not home. but you could not crawl into bed. Well <laughs> could I could I no, I well, maybe I could have. Like, okay, so Jaden has a birthday party today. Right. And I left it till last night to get a gift for the child. Oh, you're risky living on the edge. I know. So <laughs> after a long day of work. We had supper quickly, and then Jaden and I 
dashed out to the Toys R Us mm -hmm. where I had found a old gift card in my wallet. And I'm like, heck, I'm wow. using that. I don't know who it even belongs to anymore. Or how much point. is on it? <laughs> no, it, there was a sticker. There was like $32 oh. on there. Oh, gosh. Let's use that up. Yeah. We, don't go to, we haven't been to Toys R Us for a long time. <laughs> it used to be kind of just seemed like everything was junky plastic for a while and it was just okay. like yeah i don't want to go there like i'm no I just, yeah yeah and we were pleasantly surprised last night by some of the creative things they have in there but also books oh. they've got so many oh. delightful books really Anywho. yeah yeah so we got a lego we got a squishmallow we got uh some slime we have two okay. birthday parties so oh, okay two birthday parties were covered in one trip right that's a, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you got to use the gift card. And you use the gift card. It was like one So it doesn't free. It was great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good times. I actually, I was able to pay for, I took Isaac out for dinner last night just because I realized that even though it's, it's quite expensive to do for me and him to eat at like a, a restaurant. A sit down place. It's what, yeah. It's when we actually sit down and talk to each other. So I'm like, mm. okay, I'm going to do this once a month. I'll just work it into my grocery budget. Cause obviously we're not eating groceries at home if we're eating food outside oh, or yeah. out, out the house anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I was actually able to pay for it with cash because I'm teaching violin now and I'm getting paid oh. in cash. So I had some cash in my wallet. And so it doesn't show up in like my, like it doesn't reduce my bank balance. It does. I don't yeah. have to record it in my, in my, in my budget spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like free. You're lying to yourself. I'm lying. About the money that is. That, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I am. Are you not recording the violin income as income or is that just mad money and it just. It's straight? just mad money. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. then that's fine. And the meal fits under the mad money. Yeah column yeah i don't know i don't like the, I, I don't know if mad it's not mad money because i'm not mad when i spend it or mad when i earn it i'm just yeah no but it's it mad in the way of like go crazy oh like go mad oh crazy money yeah sure we can go with that um my intent yeah. was just to put it all in an envelope and then use it for christmas gifts actually which is probably what i'll do most of the time that's smart just save it up for for christmas right i wonder if i could teach violin i don't think so <laughs> you don't know how to play violin <laughs> actually fair question because i was like i don't know if i can teach violin because playing violin and teaching violin those are two separate skill sets and i've never felt adequate to be able to teach but a friend of mine her daughter really wanted to play and so she asked me probably um end of last school year if i would teach and i was like Meh. i didn't really give her an answer and then finally, she's like, we bought a violin. How's Thursday? I'm like, okay. I guess I'm going to teach violin. But I guess you didn't say no. I did not say no. Because I did. I was like, I, it wasn't a hard no. I was just feeling like I've never even considered teaching before. So, mm. but anyway, mm. it's going really well. My student is very, very keen and she wants to learn. She wants to play like a song right away and I'm like yeah ah. I know but you can't play a song if you don't know how to hold your bow so <laughs> let's start there yeah yeah first it has to sound a lot like you're killing cats yeah and then we work towards the song exactly actually she doesn't sound like she's killing cats quite yet so it might come when uh when she starts learning some pieces and has to cross between strings and all that stuff but anyway it's so far it's going good yeah 
So this week I was reading an article speaking about lying to yourself. Okay. It was an article about how we can tell if people are lying to us. And they're saying that the common belief, um, what you can tell if someone's lying to you if they don't look you in the eye, for example. Okay. And they were saying that that's not always true. That a more accurate way of telling if people are lying to you is comparing their current behavior against past behavior because how people lie and how people show how people show deception is um is very personal between in them like it's very personal between how they show that they're deceiving someone okay is there an example of that um um i i don't like maybe being really chatty and then not being chatty or not yeah. being chatty and then talking too much to cover up the fact that you're lying. Yes, but that the, the article was saying that that would be um, like if someone talks a lot when they're lying is one thing. But if so, there's a could be someone else who doesn't talk, who like stops talking when they're lying. Right. So it's what they're saying is the, the yeah. tells of lying are very personal. So it's it's possible that, you know, we don't know when people are lying. <laughs> Well, okay, okay. So think about think think about your kids. Can you tell when your kids are lying to you? Yes. Or do they like they usually? You? They pause before they answer. Usually, okay. Like if you're like, did you brush your teeth? Yes. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think you did. Uh, no. Or <laughs> I think so. No, go brush your teeth. Yeah. Or um, let's see. Oh, what else would it be? Yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, it is tricky because mm-hmm. I raised me some expert liars and <laughs> where did they learn that Lorley? <laughs> right here baby right here honestly okay, so what, what have you lied I, about i loved lying when i was a kid like oh, really not necessarily for anything serious okay you say. just right just to see for if fun? i could get away with it for fun i well. i fancied myself an actress oh and... well it's not lying if you're acting Oh, exactly. And so sometimes I would just create a yarn, a fable. Okay. Yeah. And I a would <laughs> spin it out there. Yeah. Yeah. To see how long someone would believe it. Okay. Can you and give then, an example of I, that? Uh, I don't know if I can, because I probably did it a lot. <laughs> Beyonce's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Ricky Schroeder was my cousin. Oh, Not that's really. right. Yeah, so there you lied about that. Yeah, that was one. How long did you get away with that one for? Like nobody fact checked because there was no internet. So I think I'm st- I still got oh, away with it up man. until I announced it on our previous the pre-internet podcast. lies must have been. I, wow. I know it was the golden age of lying. Is it or is it now? Because now you could say something on the internet that's a lie and it goes out to like the entire world. But then people be like, no, like they immediately <laughs> comment on it. That's, that's not true. right. Here's the link of the real thing. Like people okay, are so a lot more, more to, yeah. or Snopes or whatever it's called now. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Golden age of yeah. lying was pre-internet. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it was kind of sport. And that whole thing where they would say, look me in the eye and tell me whatever. I'm like, sure. I'll look yeah. you in the eye and tell you that I'm the president of Africa. I don't know. Like it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I like, what how is that supposed to work that's that was never 
that was probably based on the premise that if somebody cannot look you in the eye when they're talking to you, yeah, then it means they're lying. Yeah, like but they're being I, evasive, so they won't look yeah. you in the eye. So that means they're lying, but not necessarily. But if you're you motivated, did it perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, if you're motivated to get away with said lie, no yeah. problem. No problem. Exactly. I will look you in the eye and lie. I will not blink. I will just stare. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I remember it's funny that you brought this up because I was just watching a show the other day where they're like, look me in the eye and tell me blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> child's play. Well, I as soon as you said that, I keep thinking of like those romantic, romantic movies. That's, look me in the eye and tell me you don't love me anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, maybe oh. that would be harder because, you know, you will see you, on the other the person's face, yeah, right. Them like you're breaking their heart, literally, right? Right. And maybe that right. would be hard to watch if you're the liar. Yeah, but, but not just... if you're a sociopath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or yes. just someone who fancies himself an actress. That's you know, it's just yeah. challenge accepted. Exactly. Watch me get away with this. I'll show yeah. you how much how good I can act. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. So, speaking of lying, mm. oh, and of love, actually, look at us segueing nicely <gasps> into these conversations. Wow. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Wow. Okay. You mentioned this this morning, and I had no idea. You hadn't heard anything. No, I, I have not deep dived into this. I only know the peripheral surface of this because, quite frankly, I. I'm too old to care about all the yeah. things right now. Right. Like, I, I just, I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But they are saying that they have been separated since like 2016 or 2018. 16, I so believe it was. Six, okay, yeah. Which is like how many years? Almost That's a lot of years. 10 years ago, like six, seven years ago. No, seven. Yeah. So they've been separated, but they've still been married, but they decided not to be married but they're still going to stay married i was like what yeah that's all sorts of crazy right there that is crazy now my first thought honestly was thinking well they must not have a good prenup because if they have to divorce <laughs> it's, it might be it's that's probably true. a financial probably a financial reason maybe yeah. although they're both successful in their own rights you'd think they could just do a okay we're just going to kind of divide this down the middle our you know our holdings or our real estate and then any earnings from whatever venues those will just i don't know well, i don't know will smith harder. has been in some stinker movies lately though and what has jada done well she's got that her. does this tv show still exist oh that red table yeah or whatever yeah i think so but i've never seen it whereas isn't it just on youtube no uh no i think it's a real show i could be wrong <laughs> oh Okay, so we really don't know. We we don't care um, too much about the Jada. Apparently, we we don't we don't care too much about them. Honestly, yeah. Well, Google says she Jada is worth fifty million. So she's doing okay, and their kids are grown. So it's not like they have to do child support at this point. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but honestly, my I I really don't care too much. I mean, it's interesting. Well, the thing that's that was shocking to me so over the years they've both been accused of having affairs yeah or whatever and yeah. the other one always looks or gets pitied oh 
poor Jada. Will has been, you know, with other women and not her. Oh, poor Will. Like, obviously, like, she declared her love for Tupac at one point, and it was like, oh, like, you're married. Is would that not somehow negatively affect your husband? Or would it not necessarily, or would it indicate that there might be like an open marriage situation well, happening? Like, and they've, we don't they know. have talked about that, but it's like 2016. Yeah. Like, why don't you just say, you know what, guys? We've decided to consciously you know, uncouple. uncouple. Yes. Uh, without <laughs> doing it legally, we're just not going to be together anymore legally. But we're free yeah. to do whatever the heck we want. Yeah. But on the other hand, is it any of our business? Well, it's not. But not it just really, the, but... the way, but they have had to explain themselves. I feel like there has been yeah. media requests for them to explain these things. Yeah. And they haven't done That's a great true. job of it. So you'd think they would have, like, the truth would have been easier. Yeah, you, the truth would have been easier. Yeah, I think so. And just Maybe, everyone get off yeah. our backs. Like, then it would just yeah. be, who cares, right? Like, yeah. oh, they're not really together anymore. Okay, fine. Yeah. And his being um, with another woman or her having a soulmate in a dead yeah, rapper he's... would be, okay, fine. <laughs> well, she also she also had that relationship with that teenager. Well, he wasn't a teenager. He was like a young 20-year-old. Okay, yes. That, sounds that, that was familiar. living with him for a while while he got his life straightened out or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe okay. do maybe do a very quick skim of Jada's. <laughs> you know, I don't think I care. But no, but yeah, all of that would be less media worthy if yeah. if it was. Oh, hey, dude. we're not. Yeah, we're not really Whatever. married. Yeah. yeah. So Will Smith is worth three hundred and fifty-five million. A little bit more. Little, little, little bit, bit more. more. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's financial reasons. It could be, but then you'd think. But aren't they also, aren't they in Scientology? Aren't they Scientologists? Because that could play into it as well. They could. they could. I was just thinking, though, if from 2016, they've basically decided their marriage was over, wouldn't there have been steps to start separating their earnings and, like, create, like, a buffer or something? Like you yeah. think you wouldn't just proceed, you know, as normal and yeah. keeping that joint checking account. You'd think things would start to separate. Yeah. And then any think. earnings past 2016 would be separate. And then it would be much easier to just at some point say, yeah, okay, what's left in the middle, we'll just divide in half and we'll just call it. Maybe they just got some bad PR advice. Maybe. It's like, you know what? Let's just keep this under wraps. I mean, it, and it's not even that scandalous, honestly. Like the fact, like there's other more scandalous things. Like, it's like, you don't want to be married. I mean, feel, that happens all the time. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? And the other thing is then why was that Slapgate such a big deal? Like, why are they still appearing at events together with this, trying to keep up the appearance um, appearance that they're happily married when yeah you know they're not like that don't attend events together don't you know like i i guess that was well you know what thing, um, inter- but... i was watching entertainment tonight and i was only briefly watching this but they did a retrospect of the interviews with will and jada at events after 2016 and they kind of <laughs> just sort of plotted the uh, apparently they did fewer 
fewer um, interviews together after that point. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, maybe, maybe not. I mean, maybe that footage is just gone or maybe they weren't. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Or maybe it's edited to look yeah. suspicious. Yeah. Or telling. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't get good it. Luck. Good luck to both of them. <laughs> but I don't really, I don't really care. <laughs> covered this for about eight minutes but we don't care we don't well it's, it's interesting to talk about <laughs> it sure is yeah. yeah but we don't have to care about it deeply that's okay. fine okay yeah it won't yeah. it won't affect our lives in any way yeah exactly so last week you said you were going to regale me with tales of your <gasps> newfound vampire series series oh yes. yes i can't believe it's taken me this long <sighs> have you finished the series no okay so okay. here's how it started okay while i was going to thrift stores to look for the last book in the twilight series i kept seeing there's so many so many twilight series out there and most of them geared towards young adult which is kind of where there's so many twilight series or right. vampire series? vampire series thank you vampire okay. series well, yeah most of them are geared to young adult, which is sort of the the area that I like to Live. relax in. You know, like yeah. that's it's not usually too heady and too yeah whatever complex. It's just for relaxation purposes. That's great. Yeah, for sure. I've often wondered. Hmm, I wonder what these other series would be like. And then in the free little library next door to us, mm-hmm. the first book of the Vampire Diaries became available. So I was intrigued because free and vampire, that's a good combo for me. For, so, for you, yeah. Yeah. So I started reading this book and there's, I don't know how many there are in the series, but I knew already there was a TV show made. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess it was fairly popular. The first book was crap. I have to say. Okay. Like it was bad. The, Did you um, finish it? I finished it. It wasn't okay. hard to read. Like it was short chapters and very okay. like, yeah, light and fluffy, whatever. Right. It was, it was awful. Like it was the main character mm. female was just a ditz. Like she was just, <laughs> she was one of those like quintessential popular girls who just had to have the new boy and <laughs> would stop at nothing to make him hers and like that was her whole goal in life was to date the new boy and it was like oh gosh what a yeah. idiot um <laughs> and the vampire stuff was okay whatever but it was just kind of like i couldn't get past her she was just right ugh. So I often go on Goodreads. If I'm reading a book that I'm thinking, this is stinker doodle, but <laughs> other people obviously liked it because they made a TV show about it. Right. Um, I'll read to see on Goodreads if the rest of the series gets better or like, does it continue along this way? Maybe just, maybe just skip to the TV series. <laughs> yeah. So I did read a bunch of reviews of the first book and they, a lot of people said the TV series thankfully does not follow very closely to the book oh, okay. character development wise and that right. they love the TV series. So now they're going back to read the books because, you know, it just, oh. they're doing it backwards which is right. I will not because the book was so awful. Anyways, (laughs) uh, 
so I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to jump to the TV series, which is on Prime okay. in Canada. Right. And, oh, it's so good. Really? It's so good. Yeah. So are you are you going to continue reading the series or no? Never. No, never no. going back. No. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. I guess whoever read the books and thought this would make a great series, if we change almost everything about it, except for the, oh. names of the main characters, <laughs> uh, I'm with them. I'm with them. Yeah. That was a good idea. Okay. And there are some things like if if you were bothered in Twilight by some things, I feel like some of those was. <laughs> items may have been cleared up. Like they, okay. they handle things a little differently. Okay. In the vampire diaries, for instance, okay. the vampires can use mind control on people. Oh. So sometimes they can use humans as puppets to do whatever. Oh. And they can bite them without turning them into vampires right away. There's some sort of rules about like okay. you have to be bitten by a vampire and then you have to die um, within a certain period of time for you to kind oh, of Oh, so they close. can they can just they, they can, can just, just nibble. Snack. Yeah. Oh, okay. They can just okay. sort of use you for quick like snack. a water bottle sort of situation, not completely drain you and you'll right. still be fine. Okay. And then I think like if you were bit by a vampire, I, I might have some of the, the technology wrong here, but forgive me. If you're bit by a vampire and then you die or you get, you get killed, you haven't died completely, but you're in the process of dying. And mm -hmm. then I think if you suck a vampire's blood, they still have blood. Go figure. I don't know They're how not that supposed works. They have blood. I know they do. Okay. Okay. They do. And I don't think they're as cold and marble like as they were in Twilight. Like in Twilight, they were like stone. They were always described right. as being like stone and very cold and had no bodily fluids. And yet they were able right. to procreate. Go figure. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's an issue here because they still have blood. And okay. so then if it's if it's like blood going in two ways, like vampire sucks like, you, you suck vampire. That's when you turn into oh. A vampire okay i just hope i never find myself i hope i never find myself in this situation right yeah so <laughs> and they wow. can be killed a little easier like the stake to the heart situation seems to be pretty huge um okay. so yeah there is ways to get killed mm. and uh and also people in this town know about vampires like it's oh so they because... don't have to hide no they sort of have to hide the the people the townspeople are trying to kill them but they oh. know that in in the in the town's history it's called mystic falls on the tv show but i think it's called something different in the book in the 1800s vampires were a big thing oh, okay and then they start to realize wait a second <laughs> Your name is the same as the guy from the 1800s, one of the founding, you know, fathers oh. of of the town. Yeah. Oh, and your brother's name was also listed as one of like the original right. inhabitants of the town. Wait a second, mm. and they're like, yeah, family name, whatever. But they're aware that this actually kind of exists, okay. and they suspect things, and then they get on to certain people and whatever. So, oh. so it's it's not like everyone's being hoodwinked. Right. There's these vampires around. Okay. So, I don't know. And so more people are involved with the vampires. Like in Twilight, it was just Bella. Yeah. 
right. the vampires and the werewolves or the shapeshifter people. Right. Right. And here, a lot of people have interacted. A lot of people okay. have been bitten. A lot of people have been turned. A lot of people have history. Like it's, it's oh. a little more complex yeah in it so how many how many seasons are there on prime right now let me double check i think there's like nine are they like 12 episode seasons or like 20 no, like something oh yeah yeah wow oh eight there's eight seasons oh boy and the episodes are around 45 minutes okay. each. yeah well that's doable so i've got i got some I got something to keep me occupied on those long nights when Dan's in Houston. Oh yeah. <laughs> or frankly on my lunch hours. Yeah. I just download them and watch like half okay. a show one day and half a show the next day. It's delightful. That sounds delightful. I've also read another couple of books. So on a previous episode where I was chatting with my friend Shallon. Yeah. She told me about a book called Remarkably Bright Creatures. Yeah. And I read that one um, probably a month or so ago. It was before school started anyways. And that one was really excellent. What's it about? And it's about, and this is how she kind of described it to me. And I was like, I don't think that's for me, but it was, <laughs> it was really good. It was totally for you. <laughs> it, yeah, it was totally for me. It's about, it's a story that is told from three perspectives. Okay. One perspective is an octopus. Oh, Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And another perspective is a woman in her late sixties, early seventies, yeah. whose husband has recently passed away. Okay. And the third perspective is a young man in his twenties who is trying to find his way in the world, and he's been kind of a screw up. Okay. Now the the lady works at an aquarium. Okay. So that's where the intersection. She cleans it at night. And so she meets this octopus there. Yep. And his perspective, I listened to the audiobook, which I would highly recommend. Oh, okay. Because the um, actors, there's one British man uh, doing the voice for the octopus. So he <laughs> has so a very pretentious kind of way about him, and it's yep. hilarious. <laughs> and then. Uh, the other voice actor is a woman who does both the, the woman and the younger man. Yeah, their lives intersect and they, um, and it, it's just, it's a really interesting story okay. and very beautifully told. There's some humor, there's some mystery, there's like, he's trying to find, this boy is trying to find his father because he never knew who his father was. Okay. So they're kind of all a part of that. It, it was just really well done. And this was this person's first book. Wow. Shelby, Shelby Van Plett, I believe, was the okay. author of that one. And I was just like, wow, that was really amazing. Oh. She hasn't written anything else. So I can't, like, read anything else of hers. However, yeah. Haley discovered a new author to us over the summer whose name is Riley Sager. Okay. And the book that I just finished last night was called, and I get the name wrong, so I have to look it up here. Do, do, Sorry. Do, do, do. The Only One Left by mm. Riley Sager. Okay. It is about, it's kind of set in the 80s, and it, it follows this, this town's history of this family, this rich, wealthy family who in 1929 
the mother and the father and the sister were all killed brutally. Mm. And the remaining living daughter was suspected as the murderer of all of oh. her family members. Yeek. But there wasn't proof, I guess, that yep. this had happened. So she was never arrested or charged with any crime. Right. And she's lived in their mansion ever since. Okay. And kind of as a recluse. Yeah. And this young woman has then been hired due to circumstances in her own life, which kind of shun her. She is placed as the caregiver oh, okay of of this woman and it's it's described as a gothic mystery which okay i don't know just seemed like a regular mystery to me i'm not sure what, <laughs> what gothic makes it gothic means. <laughs> maybe because like some of the history part maybe okay. i don't know i'm not sure what makes it gothic but it was really <laughs> a very interesting read and it was okay definitely i did not see the ending coming okay i love those there was a lot of twists and turns yeah a lot of twists and turns that i did not suspect okay it was really it was a good ride what is it called the only one left the only one left and there are that same author has written i think like seven books okay. so now there's at least somewhere to go from that if you want to keep reading well that's always good some of his other stuff yeah i am currently reading killers of the flower moon which is a oh. movie that's coming out with Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese directorates and Robert De Niro's in it. Oh. And I actually didn't know that when I started reading it. I started reading it because Sharon McMahon on Instagram, Sharon says so. Anyway, I don't know if you know her. Okay. Um, she, I've heard of it. She's yep. doing it with her book club. I'm not part of the book club, but I'm like, well, that's probably a good book. And it is a good book okay. but it's i'm also finding it really hard to make my way through it's very it's a it's a true story oh but it's written very sort of factually okay kind of like i don't really like it it's not i don't know it's it's a tough it's a tough read. Okay. i'm finding okay. it tough um and it's a library book and i'm like you know and it's it's i only got it because i got to skip the line copy and then i read it for a week and then it was like I had to return it and then I was like, oh, you have a skip the line copy. So I've had three weeks of skip the line copy. Okay. Oh, but I think, I think I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to pass. Okay. I think I'm going to have to just let it go and like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this. This is ruining my experience of reading. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those are hard, yeah. but you got to sometimes just move on. Hey, that's Ugh. true. Yeah, that's true. So I would like to turn it back on our listeners right now and say, what are you reading right now? Hmm. And what it was good. And do you like vampire books? Yes. And which one is the best? And are you in a marriage? <laughs> and are you in a marriage where you're actually separated from your husband, but you're telling everyone that you're married? <laughs> we want to know about it. That'd be great. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But... I think that's it for today. But I cannot wait to read those, those messages. And learn about all the stories. All the stories. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. And do you eat toad in a hole? Oh, yes. And what? where do you think the name comes from? I just never even thought about it before. Sorry, Living, that's, that's what I do. I just, I like <laughs> to live in, in nativity. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. All right. Talk to you later. Have a great week. You do. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that it sparks new conversations with friends in your life. 
Please follow and subscribe to Better With Friends wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends too. We'd appreciate a five-star rating and a nice review. We are on Instagram at betterwithfriends.pod and you can email us at betterwithfriends at outlook.com. We would really love to connect with you. Until next time, bye!